We have seen the stars. We've looked into space only to wonder what is truly out there. The question of life beyond has gained momentum and now we conspire to believe there are or have been a force to keep the secret still a secret. Who are the men in black? This is Layla filling your head with content of the suspicious kind. You are listening to A Case of the Chills. It's been a big game of will they, won't they, and we're still hoping to meet those mysterious beings or not beings, whatever they are, whatever is out there. The thought of aliens has been more publicized and even put on your very own t-shirt. The common knowledge is disputed thoroughly and all we lack is proof. But is there something in the way of exposing that very truth about life beyond Earth? Like the sightings of UFOs, the sightings of men in black follow very closely behind. They've appeared in UFOlogy and UFO folklore since the 1950s and 60s. That's around the same time UFOs started making their own grand appearance. The incident in 1947 in Washington State made a lot of inquiries and gained loads of attention by the media. Harold Dahl out on his boat in the Puget Sound had seen the donut-shaped flying saucers. One of the six saucers had allegedly exploded and rained upon the boat. The debris killed his dog and injured his son, some of which he took to his boss, Fred Christman, who gave them to a sci-fi magazine publisher. They then contacted two army specialists who happened to die in a plane crash just after they left town, taking with them the box of evidence. All the while, men dressed in black had come around, and when the FBI got involved, Dahl and Chrisman confessed to the whole thing being a hoax. The Murray Island mystery was also the event that birthed the term flying saucer and was the beginning of UFO sightings. Though Dahl might have later reported the whole thing being just a hoax, there still went further accusation that the FBI's involvement and the sightings of men in black was the act of a cover-up. So along with all the suspicion and all the other reports of flying saucers at the time, here starts the hoaxes, the conspiracies, and the fun fun ride of UFOs and men in black. So then began more conspiracies. The story of Harold Dahl getting caught in a debris fall was reported and then three days later, another report came from Kenneth Arnold, who was a pilot and he had been up in the air while he witnessed nine shiny disks in the sky near Mount Rainier. Kenneth Arnold in his time went on to write the book called The Coming of the Saucers after spending many years in study and thought about the subject. After the Murray Island mystery, he devoted much of his focus to what had happened and pushed the idea of UFOs. Though his experience from his plane over the Cascades was first reported in the newspapers, describing them as nine shiny objects like fish flipping in the sun, in formation, undulating along at 1,382 miles an hour. 
So this was the first widely reported incident and sparked many more reports over the next few months, including the famous Roswell incident. The men in black were found involved in other twists of sightings and conspiracies, like the famous Albert K. Bender story, who had heard about the flying saucer incident in Washington and having the enjoyment of strange things, he then organized in 1952 the International Flying Saucer Bureau and gained 600 members dedicated to the study of UFOs. The whole thing was stationed in his house. Soon after, strange activity began and Bender felt as if he was being watched. He experienced many other things such as strange phone calls and telepathic messages, then found a man with glowing eyes observing him in public. By 53, he was visited by three men dressed in black who aggressively encouraged him to stop any further inquiries on the subject. They asked him many questions and came back repeatedly. He reported his visitors to the local newspapers, but Bender later mysteriously shut down the International Flying Saucer Bureau, printing his final issue of Space Review with this cryptic message. The mystery of the flying saucers is no longer a mystery. The source is already known, but any information about this is being withheld by orders from a higher source. We would like to print the full story in Space Review, but because of the nature of this information, we have been advised in the negative. We advise those engaged in saucer work to be very cautious. In 56, another member from the International Flying Saucer Bureau wrote the book, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, with a thorough telling of Bender's experiences with the alleged three men. This was the introduction to the phrase, Men in Black. By 57, Bender had moved to California and his home in Bridgeport, Connecticut, where he had stationed the International Flying Saucer Bureau was demolished and paved into roadways by the federal government. Hmm, coincidence? Over the years, the theories of Men in Black have grown to record these alleged men to be of some sort of super special secret agency of the FBI with their extreme mission to squander any outcries of seeing UFOs or being visited by aliens. While the other explanations of where the men in black come from are a little more mythical. When referring to these beings as just government officials, the term men in black is spelled with all lowercase letters and the other men in black belongs to its very own species and named with capital letters or MIB for short. The MIB are described as more than just regular men dressed in black suits. They have been known to behave in non-human ways. These creatures, otherworldly or supernatural, pose as humans, but behind the black suits and sunglasses, they have strange-looking skin, sometimes dark with exotic features, strange complexions, or glowing eyes. Others describe them with pale skin or having no hair or eyebrows at all. Bender describes his findings of the men in black. They floated about a foot off the floor. They looked like clergymen, but wore hats similar to Omberg style. The faces were not clearly discernible, for the hats partly hid and shaded them. The eyes of all three figures suddenly lit up like flashlight bulbs. 
They seemed to burn into my very soul as the pains above my eyes became almost unbearable. It was Bender who ushered the full concept of Men in Black. In his book titled Flying Saucers and the Three Men, but many more went on to write and research, including Gray Barker, who had written of Bender's experiences and began the term Men in Black. He also wrote about Dahl's Maury Island incident and even about the alleged Mothman along with John Keel. Yes, more to the conspiracy of Men in Black are tied into the legend of Mothman. John Keel wrote all about these demonic supernaturals in his book, The Mothman Prophecies with his own investigation of their strange ways connecting them to UFO sightings at that time and with sightings of Mothman. Either way, the men in black usually come in threes and they come threateningly, rolling up in their large dark vehicles to knock on your door or find you wherever you are. Menacing people who had witnessed UFOs or got too close to the truth. Their mission is to stop the exposure of UFOs. It's been said that they come with threats or sometimes go to the extreme to exterminate their targets. Though the telling of these beings have been passed through the ages, so we must be wary that any image or idea can be warped as it makes its way from person to person. Like the telephone game of misconceptions. There's been a lot that has gone on with the subject of space and aliens and of course the men in black. There's been a lot of lies and a lot of pointing fingers, a lot of exposing truth and exposing lies, and a lot, a lot, a lot of conspiracies. So when it boils down to it, there are no reliable sources, no proof or trust on either side. We may have ushered into the era of technology, but that does not mean we know everything there is to know. So we take our feats and strides and wait very, very patiently. So by the turn of the 20th century, we began to develop all this new technology, like the automobile, the airplane, and the radio. Fast forward through two world wars and we come to newer developments with radar and faster planes, jet engines, helicopters, and electronic computers. These are the technologies that launched us into space, or at least paved the way. But we have been looking into space for so long, studying the stars by maps and telescopes, hoping to reach that beautiful darkness beyond. With all the air travel that grew by the 50s and 60s, these sightings of flying saucers and that first incident off Maury Island, the idea wasn't just about space travel anymore, but discovering what else was really out there. So ever since, people have really latched onto the idea of flying saucers. It has become more than just an idea, but a fandom and fantasy that has opened the minds to those who are waiting to see it firsthand. But just as the idea of aliens had been introduced in those decades, soon came the creeps in the black suits. And the whole premise of a life beyond has been tangled in lies and deception. More than that, it has fueled writers in an aggressive industry of trying to sell a story. A lot of writers are willing to sell a lie. So, who to believe? 
Writers are often depicted as concocting works that are far from the truth, and other writers and researchers do well to call them out, and so continues the endless loop. Everything gets morphed over time, so any facts are now mixed with fiction. But all of it becomes lore, which turn into things like comic books and box office hits with Will Smith. What may have started as a conspiracy is now a legend that goes along with many other legends that have come about in this exact fashion. Again, we come down to the skeptics and believers who further nudge along the conspiracies. There are even theories that the government staged UFO folklore to get us to believe in the existence of aliens. Smoke screens and cover-ups to hide the real secrets of advanced technology. All explained in a documentary called Mirage Men. So which thread do you follow? Just a tangled web of lies and deceit, we may never know the truth unless those beings come out and face us to expose their true self. Until then, we keep the theories and debate the existence of aliens, and not far behind the existence of Men in Black. If you had an alien interaction, would you tell the world, or would you keep it quiet? There's a lot of what-ifs out there. There's a whole lot of questions, too. Questions that don't really get answers. At least not any answers that are strong enough to kill curiosity. Truth is, there is no truth. Truth is, there is no proof. Unless the evidence gets cleaned away. After all, we mustn't alarm the masses. Where would we be without conspiracies? Even if it triggers the what-ifs in us, even if we enjoy the mystery. When we ask the age-old question, is there life out there? It opens up to the infinite what-ifs. Are the men in black out there watching us? What would you do if they knocked on your door? Are they part of a conspiracy to keep the secrets of alien visitations? Or was it just a case of the chills? Well, for now, the mystery of the men in black suits is just another case for our files. If you're still searching for more entertainment, check out our other podcasts at Raving Lunatic Media, including, but not limited to, Cold Case Chase, Case Closed, and Sci-Fi Melody. If you haven't listened to ZTF, then what are you waiting for? This is A Case of the Chills, and I am your host, Layla, thanking you for listening. Find me on the next episode for a local legend of The Goatman's Bridge. <laughs>